believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible and with our miraculous healing stories that we're sharing on a more regular basis now. And I'm so happy and honored to have a guest today. She is a friend and a colleague of mine, but she has a very, very interesting healing story to share that is influenced and brought her to where she is right now in her life. So I would like to introduce to you Jennifer Rentolo. Jennifer is a registered nurse and she's also got a master's in arts and she's a whole health educator and transformational coach. She's the leading transformational coach and mind body spirit connector for high achieving women and mothers who are so busy showing up for others that they don't take time to show up for themselves. She has coached women in finding calm amongst the chaos of their lives so they can take back control of their health and happiness one moment, one breath, and one choice at a time. Jennifer is also an adjunct professor at Endicott College School of Nursing, a best-selling author and a speaker helping moms, students, health professionals, and educators cultivate calm and connection within themselves. And it's my privilege and honor to welcome Jennifer Ren Tolo. Hello, hello. Hey, Jen. How's it going? <laughs> going well. It is sunny and warm out, so it's really a beautiful day today in New England, which is rare to say. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. It's spring has definitely sprung everywhere. And, you know, I don't know about you, but spring is one of my favorite seasons of the year because it's about renewal and hope and inspiration. So, you know, thank you for being here. And, you know, could you share with our audience your experience of, you know, and your healing journey of how you've gotten to where you're at right now? Yes, of course. Um, well, I started out life as a, well, I shouldn't say I started out. I've always been a bit type A, um, <laughs> but I started out as a registered nurse. I was in critical care and <clears throat> met, married my husband, who is also a surgeon and had my first child and sort of had all these expectations of what being a mom and what having a child and what my child should be. And I truly believe that the universe gives you opportunities to go, you think so, to look in that mirror and just reevaluate your thoughts. Because when my second son was born, it was very different than my first experience. Um, both were C-sections, but my second son had a massive neonatal stroke at birth. Oh, wow. And, you know, it was pretty incredible to me, Dolores, when, you know, as a nurse and as a critical care nurse, 
I could not wrap my head around what was going on. I just kept thinking to myself, where's my baby? Where's my baby? Why aren't they bringing me my baby? I should Mm -hmm. have my baby right now. Now, I was in a bit of a Demerol fog. So I will will say (laughs) I didn't have all my faculties. But it's interesting. And I'll I'll revisit this um, in a little bit. But that was, it was almost like, God, the universe was saying to me, yeah, don't use your logical brain. You've been using that way too much. Mm. It was really an opportunity for me to tap into that intuitive side of myself that I had really pushed away, that I didn't allow out of the closet for a while, that I didn't trust, that I didn't listen to. And I remember a very dear friend of mine, um, who wanted to train me in Reiki. And I remember years ago saying, oh, that's cute for you, but didn't really understand what that was. She called me and she said, honey, you're forgetting to breathe. You, you need to just breathe and everything will become clear. So I did. I took some deep breaths. And mind you, my, my, my husband went with my son because I had my son in a, um, just a community hospital and they didn't have the capabilities to really understand what was going on with him because he was seizing and he stopped breathing. And so they whisked him off to Boston. And uh, I remember just feeling sorry for myself, like sitting there in the hospital, babies crying, my milk's coming in and and my baby's 30 miles away. And Mm -hmm. just like, again, couldn't wrap my head around it. And then I really just sat and took some deep breaths. And it was like this fog lifted this clarity claim. Mm -hmm. And I knew I just needed to be with my baby. I just needed to get to my baby. And once I did, I needed to connect with his soul. So I could really understand not only what is it that he needs to thrive, but what is the magical message coming through to me here? What is the message in this experience? What do I need to learn and grow in this experience? So I opened to my intuition. I learned Reiki because I knew my son was going to need that to help with energy balance. I dove in and I, I was hungry for any information I could gain. I learned about neuroscience. I learned about um, the neuroplasticity of the brain. I learned about movement. I became a personal trainer. I you know, learned about nutrition and my first certification for nutrition to understand the importance of nutrition to regenerate cells and help um, heal the body. And, um, you know, I really, it was, I really started to learn about mindfulness because when I projected to the future and I let myself spin to the future, I was getting overwhelmed. So that was my first kind of aha moment was that I really needed to be present because my child needed me to be present with him. And I couldn't project because nobody knows. You just got to let one day unfold. And um, so fast forward a couple years. And the same day I found out I was having my fourth boy. <laughs> I found out, right? That was a shock <laughs> of itself. But then I, um, I found out that my third son had leukemia. Um, <sighs> Here's the powerful moment in that. Again, as a nurse, I know what the signs are, but I'm looking at the little bruising on my son's face. I'm looking at his distended belly. And it didn't click to me when the, when the doctor was like, Jen, I'm so sorry. His liver's enlarged. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? 
So it was, again, one of those moments where I, my logical brain, my nurse's brain was shut off. Yeah. I was a mother in this moment. And I was being called to really connect on a soul level, on a spiritual level, to really listen to that intuition. Um, you know, I, I had two kids with me when this, I'm pregnant, two kids with me, I'm in the hospital because I was not expecting this diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And then they, sh- you know, they sent us off to the hospital. And I remember, you know, my, my kind of warrior mom mode kicked in where I was like, okay, I've got to do this. I got to do this. I was a master at car- compartmentalizing. Um, but again, what is the message in this? And I got very clearly, you have all the tools that your son needs to help him through this. This was part of your awakening. This was your soul contract with your son. He was going to go through this knowing that you were going to help him heal. And at this point, I was a master at Reiki. So I did Reiki on him every single day when he when he got his chemotherapy. He never had the mouth sores. He never had the horrible side effects of the chemotherapy. I got my second nutrition um, certification because <clears throat> I was not buying it when the doctors, when I was like, what, what can I feed him? What kind of food should I get into him? As I'm looking at people with McDonald's and Dairy Queen and a smile waiting for their children, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is not it. This is not, I don't buy this. So um, when they were telling me just get calories in, I was like, okay. So all of these experiences, pardon me, really showed me the gaps in our healthcare system. They really showed me the need for more of a holistic approach to health and well-being. Um, They really, it, it also showed me my need to bridge the gaps, not just with, with, between healthcare, but bridge the gaps between logic and science and intuition, because that is where our decision-making is the most powerful. And you know what? You're so true and right on with that, because how many times do we tend to give that power away? I mean, we do. And I, again, had those experiences. I remember taking my son that had the neonatal stroke. I remember, you know, he had massive cognitive issues, as you can imagine. He had basically, you know, the, the right side of his brain was, you know, a lot of, um, you know, damaged brain tissue. Um, but I remember taking him to a neuropsych exam and being told your son has a low IQ. He'll never be able to do this. You know, it was an early intervention and people said, mm-hmm. you'd never be able to do this. Um, No, I'm not even going to bring this balance beam because he's his right side is so weak. And I thought, yeah, no. But I remember in a very vulnerable moment, listening to the neuropsychologist read back the numbers and what they meant to me, you know, for my son, pardon me, and feeling like I was taking shots. I remember just Mm -hmm. feeling like a punch in my stomach. I'm by myself. I'm listening to her. And I, she, I couldn't get past the intro. I literally had to stop her and say, could you just let me breathe for one second? I just need to pull myself together. Cause you know, my, li- the lump storming in my throat, my chin's mm-hmm. quivering. Cause I'm, I'm listening to this person basically try to take away my hope yeah. and take away what I knew was, was my son yeah. and put, and define my son by numbers without seeing the big picture. And I remember stepping outside and I remember calling my dad, who's my rock. And he said, Jenny, why are you letting somebody else tell you who your son is? 
you know who your son is. And I thought, you know what? You're absolutely right. Is a kid with low IQ the same kid that's going to be wanting to see out the window at three years old or two years old, goes into the cabinet and gets a coffee can to bring over to the window to step up on the coffee can to see out? That's not low IQ. And as I, again, went back to, okay, what's the message in this mess? It's that soul connection. You've got to connect. You've got to trust that you know who you are and who your children are better than anybody else and not to allow limitations and labels. The labels are important in order to get help and support. Sometimes that's what you need to get the help and support. And he needed a lot of help and support. So does my, so does my other child, but the labels do not define who he is. And that's powerful truth. Absolutely. And you know, how many times, and uh, I know I speak from my own personal experience as an adult going into your primary care doctor's office, they find something in your labs and then they kind of, they're all upset about this. They're angst about it. And it's almost like their issues and their truth is they're projecting it onto you, mm-hmm. even though you know intuitively in your heart of hearts that this information isn't true. It's probably false, but yeah. yet they're 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 projecting it there. And if you weren't mindfully aware, you would just buy into this and create it for yourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I think it's important. I think so many of us, and I, and I see this in society, and this is a big part of what I do, is help people reconnect mm-hmm. to the messages. There's little subtle messages that we don't pay attention to because we're so busy projecting to the future. We're so busy getting bogged down by other people's expectations as well as ourselves that we don't take those really important mindful moments to just pause and connect to what is my body telling me? What is my mind telling me? And then what is my soul and spirit telling me? What is the message in this moment? Even in those really dark times, there is always a glimmer of light. Always. You just got to look for it. But when your head is so far buried in the ground or, you know, your eyes are closed because you're so overwhelmed, you can't see the light. Yeah. Well, and not only that, too, it's just like, how many times too that we want to throw in the towel in the 11th hour. And it's just like, if you hang in there just a moment more, that's when the the miracle happens. Seriously. Absolutely. And I got to tell you, I remember, um, you know, and that's kind of another big part of what I do is helping people understand they are stronger than they believe and they are more resilient, but you got to do your work. You have to do your work. It is not easy. There's no quick fix here. It is the true soul connecting work that is transformative. But I remember, you know, taking my son to the, uh, you know, when he was younger, before my third son was diagnosed, I remember taking my my second son, the one that had a stroke, to the neurologist, to the clinic, and seeing the kids in wheelchairs, um, you know, with CP, and seeing the bald kids from the cancer, you know, mm-hmm. with their cancer checkup, checkups, and thinking to myself, because human nature, we're always trying to compare to make us, ourselves feel better, I remember looking at that saying, well, at least I don't have that. Fast forward a couple of years and I have that. My son was diagnosed with, with CP because he had an anoxic brain event. And then my other son had cancer. But guess what? I am stronger for it. I am more purposeful and connected for it. And, and 
I, I, I didn't, I never knew how strong I was. I never knew what I could handle until I was faced with it. Absolutely. So share, you know, thank you for, for, you know, your information and stuff like that, Jen, share more where your kids are at now. And, you know, cause I know it's been your oldest one is like doing amazing things. And yeah. Yeah. my oldest one is 23. He just has his first like adult real job. I'm really proud of him because he's had quite a lot of struggles. Um, you know, it's funny. We, we forget about the kids, the siblings, when you have kids that are, you know, diagnosed with something. My oldest son remembers every bit of it. My oldest son literally remembers the room that my son, whenever we would go to the pediatrician and the doctor would say, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why they put you in this room. They're not supposed to ever put you in this room. And I'm like, why is that? And my older son said, because this is where, you know, B was diagnosed. I didn't remember that, but he does. Yeah. And he remembers every bit. So I've worked really hard with my oldest son to let him know you are important just as you are. You don't have to be sick to get attention. You don't Mm -hmm. have to, you know. So I've really worked to, of all my boys, but this one in particular, to really connect on a soul level. And I was sharing with you before we started. I'm so proud of him because he, his path changed. (laughs) He was supposed to go into the military and he had COVID, long COVID, couple of couple of other health issues. And, you know, because he's my son and he's heard this from me, <laughs> he said, you know, I think the universe has a has a different plan for me. I don't think this is the path I'm supposed to go on. And he really, he took his time. He had a bit of fear and he was grabbing on to because he didn't have the internships and everything that everybody else went through. Um, and I just kept saying to him, buddy, it's, you just have to connect, like feel into your body. What feels good? What lights you up when you think about doing it? You know, and so fast forward. Now this is almost, so he graduated last May. Okay. So it's April now. Yesterday he started his job and a very soul aligned company. And he literally was like, mom, this is the company for me. He's an awesome. assistant brand manager. So he's really, he's doing great. I'm proud of him. My, uh, you know, my son that had the stroke, he's, he tried college, wasn't for him. He did a gap year. He's now reapplying to colleges. You know, he struggles. He still struggles because, you know, he's got, he is not your typical, he's not, he's not going to follow the typical path. He has uh, massive learning disabilities. He's got anxiety. But let me tell you, this kid shows me every single day, never underestimate what this kid can do. And he's very, another gift that I have worked hard with my kids is really helping them understand who they are and what they need to thrive, as well as who they aren't. So they don't have to try to fit in a mold. They can really just stand firm in who they are and know what their gifts are and know what their passion is and, and trust themselves. So he's, he's, do, he's doing fairly well. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. And then it's, my, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. And then my son that had cancer is um, just a little side note. It's funny because he told me, cause he doesn't remember having, he doesn't remember the whole thing because he was yeah. two and a half, but he said to me, you know, mom, I'm sick of being known as the kid that had cancer. And of all my kids, this is the kid that never wanted attention. Like he's my shy, a little bit more introverted. So just this year, first, he decided he wants to go into medicine, which is really exciting. Um, And he is sort of embracing this survivor label versus the kid with cancer, right? He um, is doing a fundraiser right now to to raise money for cancer research. 
um, through the Headstrong uh, Attack Cancer for his lacrosse team. I'm really proud of him for that. But he's a junior in, co- in high school right now, applying mm-hmm. to schools, crossing our fingers, you know, that all works <laughs> out. And then my youngest is 14 and a freshman and keeps us all on our toes, loves to hold that mirror up to us and, you know, keeps us on our toes. It's good. You know, we're living life. It's not easy, but it's really, this journey has taught me the importance of presence and the importance of really just taking it one day at a time. And when I find myself getting pulled into that projection, I got to like pull myself back, reroute and just, you know, surrender. Yeah. I'm not the one in control. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jen, you know, thank you so very much for sharing your story you're an inspiration, inspiration for a lot of women, a lot of families who've had challenging uh, uh, children and, and uh, childcare and just parenting situations. Yeah. Um, what's the best way for our audience to reach out to you? Um, well, they can follow me on Instagram at Jen, J-E-N, Ren, W-R-E-N, Tolo.com. Uh, or sorry, at Jen Rentolo, that's Instagram, also Facebook. Um, they can reach out to me at Jen, J-E-N, at JenniferRentolo.com. That's my email. And I do have a masterclass that I am running right now that is uh, a free Power and Now masterclass to help people understand what the hidden stressors are in their own life and what's pulling them away from being present in their life. And I have the link to that on the bottom of the uh, of our um, our little spread here. Um, any last words you want to just share? Um, I think that the important thing is for people to understand that we are not in control of anything except ourselves, that the, when we start focusing inside ourselves, we start focusing on our thoughts, our actions, our reactions, that is in the present moment, that is where we have the most power and control. It's not outside of ourselves. It's not changing events. It's not controlling things that are happening. It's controlling ourselves and how we react to what's happening. That really is the empowering part. Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jen, for spending some of your day with us and sharing your information. And I just want to let people know that um, we will be having another one of these Miraculous Healing Series events with another special guest. And just look for that in in the feed and in the announcement. It'll probably be next week. I'm not really sure who's coming next week, but it'll be a surprise and it'll be well worth it. If you are liking what you see here and want to support us, I invite you to subscribe to um, my YouTube channel at dr.doloresfazino. And also, if you would like to learn how to ground more in the present moment, because don't we need more of that? (laughs) Because we're all over the place. And a lot of times we're not in the present moment. I have a free meditation that's available to you. And uh, I invite you to go Click on the link, drdoloresfazino.com forward slash free dash video. And it's a very, very simple video that allows you to be in the present moment. So 
thanks once again for coming and joining us. And we look forward to having you visit us again on another episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible. Bye now. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.